and we are back. 10 years war. And this is going to be a great episode. Here's what I want you to do. It's going to be real interactive today. Every time you hear me say something that resonates with you, I want you to just shout out, good word. Yeah. Every time that there's something that just sticks to your soul, I want to hear you say, good word. Anytime you hear me say something that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know is for you, I want you to say, good word. Anytime there's something that stings a little bit and says, ouch, and you say, I know I needed to hear that today, I want you to say, good word. Yeah, because I got a good word for you. There's a story you heard me tell about a girl that's going on a date. Now, she hasn't been on a date in years, and she took all her courage and confidence to muster up. She's telling her friend on the phone, hey, I think this might be the one we met online, but we're going to go on our first date. She goes on the first date. She thinks it's going well. The man says, after today, I'm going to block you because you're not what I pictured. You don't appear the same in your pictures. You're just not my type. I'm not mad. I'm going to pay for the dinner, but I'm going to block you, and I don't want you to ever contact me again. The girl goes home crying in her car. She goes into her apartment, goes up the steps crying in her house, calls a friend, tells a friend everything, and the friend takes a pause. And the friend says, why did you think that it was gonna work out? You don't have what it takes. You don't look that good, you've gained a lot of weight. It's been years since you've ever been on a date. Don't you think there's a reason for that? You don't have a nice car, you're not working at any place substantial. You don't have a lot of money, you don't bring a lot to the table. Why would anyone want to date you? And you're thinking, oh my gosh, <laughs> what kind of friend would say those words? What if I told you she wasn't talking to her friend on the phone, she was looking at herself, talking to herself in the mirror? Ooh, good word. We say more messed up things about ourselves than other people do. And words have power. Words hurt. You've heard people say sticks and stones will break my bones, but... Oh, well here's a good word, because the words do hurt. Words of your friends hurt. The words of a coworker hurt. The words that your boss said that you didn't get the job, that you didn't get the opportunity, you didn't get the promotion, that you're getting let go, that you're being fired, you're being written up. Those words hurt. The words of a teacher that said you would never amount to anything, those words hurt. The words of your ex that betrayed you, lied on you, gaslighted you, those words hurt. The words of that toxic spiritual leader, that hurt. The words of your doctor giving you the bad report, it hurts you. The words of that parent that said, you were just an accident, I didn't want you in my life, those words can hurt. The words of a grandchild that was disrespectful to the grandparent, those words can hurt. And I'm here today to tell you, friends, even your own words have hurt you. I'm not good enough. They were right about me. I do deserve this. I keep messing up. I'm the, I'm the problem. If I could just get rid of the problem, I wouldn't cause all this hurt. Even your own words have hurt you. Mm. I'm here today to tell you, friends, that their words can't take down what their words didn't build up. Let me say that again. Their words, the words of other people, the opinions of other people, the outlook, the projections of other people, they can't tear down what they did not build up. 
let me tell you another story. Have you heard the story of the boy and the 33 nails? Come on. It's the boy working with his father. The boy does not want to be there. It's the summertime. He wants to be hanging out with his friends. Dad, I don't want to be here. I need to teach you hard work, son. Somebody has to get this done. They're building this fence. And the boy is just learning how to cuss up a storm, saying all these negative things. Well, if you would have gone to college, dad, we wouldn't have to be here. And if this and that, woo, boy is saying some wild things. And the dad's just working. The dad says, son, every time you say something negative, every time you curse, every time you give an attitude, I want you to put a nail in that board. And the boy is just going to town saying this and F this and I don't care about that and how could you dad and we're always going to be poor, another nail on the board. And it's hot out here in this blanking sun, nail on the board, nail on the board, nail on the board, nail on the board, until there's 33 nails on the board and his son's just looking at this board. <laughs> son says, how did I get here? Son decides, let me just try something new. Let me choose something new. And the son says, okay, every time I get mad, instead of cursing, I'm just gonna take a deep breath. Takes a deep breath, another deep breath. Calm, deep breath, another deep breath. And he's just finding over time that he doesn't have to resort to anger and frustration, that he can just simply take a deep breath. Boy goes to his father and says, Father, I stopped cussing. I've stopped being negative. I've stopped just saying all these messed up things. And the dad says, I'm proud of you, son. What I want you to do is I want you to now go back to that board that has 33 nails in it, and I want you to take out every single nail of every time that you were cussing, every time that you were mad, every time that you were offended, every time that you were frustrated, every time you felt betrayed and upset, I want you to take out those nails. And boy comes back, here's 33 nails in this board. The father says, okay, you've let this anger go? Yeah, throw it over, throw it in the trash. He says, but son, look at, look at what happens with this board. What do you see? He says, well, I see the nails are gone, but I see 33 holes where the nails used to be. And the dad says, I see it with you, son. The dad says, can't you see that you took out the nail, but the hurt, the damage is still there. Son, we can try to take back some things we've said, some messed up things we said, but can't you see the damage is still there? Your words hurt. Your words have power. <laughs> Here's my first point. Words actually hurt. Words hurt. Words hurt. Knowing that words have power, these these words can pack a punch because words hurt. Have you heard of the story of this boy that was about to be crowned king, but he didn't know it? There was this old prophet in the town says, we're going to appoint a new king. And he goes to this man's house. He says, hey, bring me all your sons because one of them is going to be crowned king. The man brings out seven sons and the prophet looks at him turns their head, looks through their hair. Hmm, no, this isn't one. Goes to the second one, no, this isn't the one. Goes to the third one, this isn't the one. Goes to the fourth one, ah, this isn't the one. Goes to the fifth one, this isn't the one. Goes to the sixth one, this is one. Now everybody in the room is sweating. Okay, I guess it's gonna be the seventh one. Goes to the seventh one, and the prophet says, nah, this isn't the son. And the father said, well, but you said one of my children was gonna be, one of my sons was gonna be the new king. And the prophet says, nah, do you have any more sons? And the father says, yeah, I got this other one. 
He's out in the fields right now with the sheep. But he's, I didn't even bring him in here because he's, he's, he has no greatness in him. He'll never amount to anything. And the prophet said, well, let me see. That boy comes in and the prophet immediately says, oh, that's gonna be the new king. And everybody's shocked. <laughs> what, him? Him, but you don't know him. Him, he's, he doesn't have it in him. And they're all saying these negative words. The prophet puts oil on the boy's head, says, you will be the next king. And the boy goes back to herding sheep. And it wouldn't be till years later that he would eventually become king. But I wonder in this story, now it's a powerful story if you've ever heard this story before. It's really powerful, but man, that boy had to be thinking, wow, my dad didn't even think enough of me to call me in. And when I wasn't in the room, they were talking crap about me with words. These words hurt. I was affected by words I didn't even hear, but I know they were saying them. Come on. There's some people that you haven't even heard them talk crap about you, but you know they're talking crap about you. And the words are powerful. These words hurt. My own dad didn't think I was good enough to be king. Woo. My dad says, surely not him. I wouldn't even bring him in the room to be just for the option for him to be king because I know that he doesn't have it in him. I know that he's not good. My own dad said that. And these words hurt. I think we sometimes think about the words we say to other people, the words we say to ourselves. We don't really think about the power they give. Sometimes we just focus on the power they drain. Come on. We don't think about the power they give. We think about the power they drain. Because words do hurt. Okay, time for a game. Are you ready? Let's do a word game here. I'm going to say a word, and I want you to tell me what the word means. Letter. L-E-T-T-E-R. L-E-T-T-E-R. Letter. What does letter mean? And I did this in front of... <laughs> A group of older people and they said yeah a letter it's part of words it's it's a symbol and I said no I said I said Lisa Matt <laughs> I said Lisa trying to talk to my man but I ain't gonna let her <laughs> I said okay so I'm just joking with you okay what does the word pontificate mean come on where my college students at what does the word pontificate mean what does it mean to you okay Onomatopoeia. What does the word onomatopoeia mean? Okay, let's see. Let's see, see what you're doing with here. Okay, what does the word negative mean? Negative. Something is negative. Now, when I did this with these older people, they said, well, it means bad. I said, negative means bad? Yeah, negative means bad. I said, but if your doctor comes in with test results and says the test results are negative, does that mean it's bad? They said, no, it means good. I said, oh, the same word can mean two different things? I said, but what if I take a picture and put it in a dark room? Isn't that a negative and won't it develop? And if you're that picture, sometimes you gotta be in darkness to develop to get the picture. Woo, that's also a negative. You see how I flipped that? Three, the one word can have multiple meanings. Again, what do these words in your life mean? If someone tells you to go, what does that mean? If someone tells you to stop, what does that mean? If someone says you're not good enough, what does that mean? Okay, well, let's go to the next one. Love. What does love mean? What does love mean to you? When someone says, I love you, or I love it, or I don't love it. 
someone says that is love, that is not love, what does that mean to you? What does love mean? And if you can define it, <laughs> if you can define it, you can find it out. They say, well, that's not love. That is, that is not love. That's not love to me. Yeah, you get to decide. What does it mean for you? Here we go, next point. Some words don't last. Some words don't last. It's funny, I think about the sun, the sun is still here. The waters and the stars and the moon, they are still here. Humans are still here. We haven't always been here, but we're still here. After all the unspeakable atrocities and diseases and wars, we are still here. Hmm. <laughs> okay, let me do something with this. The stars, the moon, the earth spoken into existence with a word. And those, because of that word, these things are still here. They're still here. Okay, maybe the word matters based on who says it. If I put a pencil on a table and I said, okay, this pencil, if I stand it straight up on the eraser, or even if I stand it straight up on the tip, on the pencil lead, and I say, hey, this pencil is never gonna fall, and I immediately let go of it, what generally will happen? It's gonna fall. In fact, I did this in front of audience. I said, okay, we're about to go viral today. I put that pencil on the, on the lead end, stood it up, held onto it, I said, this pencil will never fall. And as soon as I let it go, it fell. And I put it up and said, I say to you that this pencil will never fall. <laughs> I let it go and it fell. I said, okay, hold on one. I tell you that no matter what comes this way, this pencil will never fall. And then I let it go and it falls. And I said, my words don't have the same lasting effect. They don't have that power. Words have power, but some words don't. Based on who says it. Because every time I said this pencil will never fall and I let go of it, it, it did. It fell. I said I could give you my word and it kept falling. Okay, look at that. Some words don't last. For the couple of seconds I held it up, the pencil didn't fall. But as soon as I let it go, the word that I spoke over it wasn't enough. The word that I spoke over that pencil was not enough to keep it up. Do you hear what I'm saying? Whoever spoke the sun and the star and the moons and skies, there's that, that word has kept them in the atmosphere. The sun still shines. Come on, the moon still rotates. The earth is still here. But my word didn't last. I don't know, this is good news for somebody. The words that other people spoke over your life, they don't get to last. Someone said you were never good enough. Someone said you were always gonna be this way. That word that they spoke over you doesn't have to last. Come on. Some words don't last. Okay. Then, when I was in front of these people, I put the pencil down, so okay, that didn't work. Then I took out all these different paint colors. And I said, there was little tiny jars of paint, colors, different colors. I said, what, what is this? Purple, what is this? Yellow, what is this? Orange, what is this? Green, what is this? Red, what is this? Indigo, all these different colors. I said, okay, you know the color, you can see the color in it, but your word isn't strong enough to make the color come out of it. If I just said, come out of that paint, it won't do it. 
because my word isn't strong enough and that word won't last. <laughs> what I'm saying is some people can see who you are and how beautiful you are, but their word alone won't always make it come out of you and you get to decide. Does that make sense? I can, I can see the color, I can see the color, but just on my word alone is not enough. Here's what has to happen. There gets to be some action. Does that make sense? A teacher can see the potential in you and say you have potential, but the word isn't strong enough. Hey, you've got potential. It's not strong enough. You get to actually act on the potential. You get to have some opportunity and overcome some obstacles and climb some mountains. And then that's when the potential comes out of you, not just based on the word, but because of the action. Because some words aren't strong enough. Yes, words hurt, but some words aren't strong enough and some words don't last. Because if I said you were a champion and you stopped acting on as a champion, now you're no longer a champion. Because you stopped doing champion things. Does that make sense? You have to keep acting on it. I had to keep holding that pencil. The word alone, the pencil was gonna fall. If you call out the colors, yeah, I can see red, I can see orange, I can see green, I can see blue, I can see indigo. That's awesome, I can see black, I can see white, I can see these different colors in their little paint jars, but just calling it what it is isn't enough to make the paint jump out of the jar. There's gotta be some action. I've gotta have the right tools. I gotta have the right canvas. Here's what I'm saying to you in your life. People might call you out, but you gotta get your own calling out with action. You gotta have the right tools. You gotta decide that you are the right canvas. Oh, man, good word, come on. Some words require action. People can see something in you, but it's the, it's the word and, and the action together that causes a majestic gift to become a message out of you. Let me say that again. People can see something in you, but it's the word and the action that causes a majestic gift in you to become the message out of you. Ooh, good word. Here we go, next point. Your word changes when your world changes. Mm, can I say that again? Your word changes when your world changes. I think about every time that I've changed my word, I've changed my mind, I've changed my mind about abortion, I've changed my mind about political parties, I've changed my mind about the color pink. There was a time that you could wear the color pink. And then there was a time you could not wear the color pink. And then they said, all right, it's cool for guys to wear pink again. All right, and then they said, actually guys can't wear pink. And it just kept changing throughout my life. The 90s were a tumultuous time <laughs> for fashion. <laughs> because of the words that other people said. The world changed. They say, based on a word, you can wear this. They say, based on a word, you can't wear this. They say, based on a word, this is trendy. They say, this is not fashionable. These are all words that changed the world. And we keep changing our mind based on the words we change. We keep changing our mind based on the words we use. Okay, if we know all of that, then why do we trust a word that changes? If someone spoke negatively over your life, do you realize that that word, that negative word, you're stupid, you're not good enough, you're a mistake, I hate you, you're fired. Those words don't last. They hurt, they have power, but they don't have to last. Come on, they don't have to last. They don't get to last if you choose. And if you stay stuck, 
because of what someone else told you or what you told yourself and then you don't give yourself a new word. Come on. These words don't last. If I told you to stay put and I walked away and I never came back for hours, months, days, would you still stay there? No, you, you didn't use the restroom on yourself. You ain't eaten in seven days. I mean, at some point you're gonna you're gonna override that word, and you're gonna say, "I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna go do something else." The word that says, "Stay here," you're never to leave. You would then get up and say, "I'm not gonna take that word. I'm gonna override that word because your word didn't last. A new word was given. What's that new word in your life, friends?" Somebody spoke negatively. Somebody said some messed up things about you. Somebody lied on you. Somebody accused you. And I'm just telling you to give yourself a new word. Yes, their word hurt. Yes, their word was powerful. Yes, their word will not last if you choose a new word to override their word. Come on. You ever play that game, telephone? Telephone's real simple. Somebody says something ridiculous in one person's ear. So and that person says, huh? And then they go to the next person. And that person says, what? And that person says, and it goes to the next person. That person says, uh-uh, what? And that person goes, and you know what that is. And it doesn't have to be like, and ew, you get spit in my ear. Ew, I didn't even hear the last part. And that person goes, why don't you and then it goes to the last person, we all say, okay, what did you hear? And that person says, Constantinople? <laughs> and they're saying, wait, it was just one word? Yeah, I think I just heard one word. No, man, it was supposed to be a sentence. And then you go back to the original person, and it's a whole, it's a whole triage, it's a whole, <laughs> it's a whole 14 sentence soliloquy. And I always tell my students, to really know what was said, what do you have to do? What do you get to do? They say, go back to the source. Yeah, go back to the source. Whatever was said in your life, negative, positive, neutral, go back to the source. Who said it? Who said that about you? And then go back to the source, was it a lie? They said I should give up and quit and it was never gonna work out. Lie, that's a lie because a liar said it to you. Come on. Who told you this word? Go back to the source. Was it a good word? Was it a God word? Who said this thing about you? Who said you will not, who said you'll never make it? Who said that? You get to go back to the source and look at the, the credibility of the source. And then you can agree with the source or you can override it. Nah, I don't agree with that. I'm gonna put a new word on my life because it's your word against theirs. I had a student named Michael. He says, well, I'm never gonna be a director. I said, what? He just started out with that. I said, hey man, I'm never gonna be a director. <laughs> Wait a minute. First off, hello, have a seat. <laughs> this was one of my former students. I said, what happened? Well, I'm never gonna be a director. It's just too hard and I'm gonna be broke all my life. I said, Michael, who said that? Whose words, whose voice is that? I said, well, that's my dad's. That's my dad's voice. I said, I'm sorry about the word your dad spoke over your life. He says, but I love my dad. I said, I know, I know. And he just wants the best for me. I said, I imagine there are good people, write this down, there are good people that can have a bad word.
Because there are plenty of directors, film directors, actors who are not broke. Why do you get to be one of them? I said, well, I don't have to be broke. I said, you don't have to be broke. You could be successful. If it's a calling on your life, if it's an assignment, if it's part of your purpose, you could do really well with this. And I'm not even talking about money. I'm also talking about impact and influence. He said, yeah. I said, and imagine your parents love you. He said, they do. I said, okay. Sometimes good people can have a bad word. There are some teachers in your life that could be good teachers, but they gave you a bad word. There are some friends in your life that could be good friends, but they gave you a bad word. Come on. And maybe it's a bad word because it's not the final word. Who in your life has the final word? Here we go, big close. Everyone say, big finish. Here we go, big finish. There was a great healer that went to save his friend on the fourth day. And everyone said, why didn't you come sooner? If you would have been here, he'd have been alive. This man wept, this healer wept. He was crying about it. He goes, he says, roll, roll back the tomb. And he calls his friend, he calls his brother out of the tomb. They roll the stone away and the friend comes out of the tomb wrapped in the clothes, right? That you, the graveyard clothes. And they, he said, if I would have called him on the first day or the second day or the third day that he would have been dead, you wouldn't have believed, but it, it took four days. Cause then now you know it was stinking, it was rotten. And you'd say, no man, that guy's been dead for a long time, ugh. And my word called him out of a graveyard. My word called him out of a dead situation. Who in your life can use their word to call you out of your death, call you out of a graveyard, call you out of the graveyard of guilt, to call you out of a dead depression? Who in your life can speak life, come on, I'm gonna speak life into death. They said it was never gonna work out. They said it was dead. They said that dream was dead, but I'm gonna speak life into it. They said I was never gonna make it. They said it was done. They said it was chaos, it was decaying. That that dream I should just give away. And I said, no, I spoke life into it. <laughs> what word are you speaking today? Instead of saying I'm hurting, say I'm healing. Instead of I am finished, I am down, but I am not done. Maybe the word for you is I am a graduate. I am a business owner. I am financially free. I am hopeful. You, the word you might speak of your life, there is another way. I'm not done. I will make it out. I have victory. And how powerful is it for you to look at the same thing that everyone else is looking at, but you have another word. They said you were defeated, but you said I'm turning things around. They called it a setback, but you called it a comeback. They said it was over, you said it was just beginning. They called it your last page, you said it was just the end of a chapter. They said you were broken, but you said you're breaking through, come on. They said you weren't good enough, you said I am good and that's enough. Because <laughs> it's your word against theirs. What new word are you speaking over your life today?